Well, hello there, and welcome to the Amore Podcast. I'm Mally, your host for Sex and Relationship Podcast. In case you don't know who I am, I'm a sex and relationship expert whose mission it is to help people find the perfect love life for them. To find out more about me and the assortment of services that I offer, please visit AllieFeast.com. Now, today is Monday, April 16th, 2012. Thanks for stopping by and giving me a listen to. The two topics for today's free advice. Number one, she can't let him go. What should she do? And the second one, should he marry his longtime girlfriend? The quote of the week was once said by John Wooden, and he once said, Make each day your masterpiece. Now, speaking of masterpiece, reminds me of love, which reminds me of sex, and sex and love. You know, since this is a love and sex podcast, you know, I get a lot of love questions, a lot of romance questions. I rarely, if ever, get a sex question. So, don't be shy. You know, I am a sex coach. This is what I'm trained in. So, please send me your questions. It's, you know, I don't judge. It doesn't matter what you write me. And I'm not going to tell people who you are. Um, So, please, sex. Send in some sex questions. Okay? Okay, but I'm not going to answer anything about bestiality or uh, incest or... um, pedophilia. So those three areas, if you think you're going to be a funny one, do not send me anything on those three. Okay? Okay, so moving forward. If you haven't left me feedback on iTunes yet and you'd like to, I would appreciate it. Um, you can also connect with me here on Twitter. It's Allie Thies. Facebook, Allie Thies Friends. Pinterest, it's Love Amore. YouTube, Amore Videos. And Google Plus, Allie Thies. Now, I'm also uh, doing two different radio shows. I have The Passion Zone on Sunday nights from 6 to 6.30 p.m. on Blog Talk. Yesterday, um, Scarlett and I welcomed BDSM author Annabelle Joseph. And next week, I'm not quite sure what we're going to talk about next Sunday, but uh, it's obviously deals with sex, so please join in. And then The Alley Thief Show is on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. On Tuesday will be Holly Vincent. On Thursday will be Monica Davis. So it will be fun. So please join in. Uh, Speaking of fun, last Wednesday I did the Amore Workshop in downtown Worcester um, talking about communication. Now in May, the next one coming up is on May 9th. And it's for singles turning date one into date two and beyond. Because yeah, you you got to survive the first date in order to get to date two and date three. So how can you do that? That's what I'll be talking about at the Amoria Workshop, downtown Worcester at Woo's Brews from 7 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I'm trying to keep a regular schedule on Keen, at least hop on every day. Um, if you miss me, you know, send me an email, so, you know, try to set up an appointment, and I will hop back on for you. Uh, if you want to send me a question for this podcast, as I was saying earlier, I need more sex questions. I've got a lot of love and romance, but how about some sex questions, like, how to give a great blowjob, or, uh, you know, um, I have bad knees, what are some good sexual positions, uh, my hips don't don't move right, you know, give me some sexual positions, uh, I'm picking, I pick guys up at bars, where's the best place to have some quick sex in a bar, you know, different things like that, send me questions, you can send me an email to allythese at yahoo.com with podcasts in the subject line. Or you can go to the website, allythees.com, go to free advice. Um, second thing down should be a submit a more question, fill out the little form, and send it to me. Either or, I would love to have your questions. Now let's get here to our very first question. This is from uh, T. 
And she writes, My boyfriend of five years died in 2010 in a car accident. I can't move on. I cry. I dream about him. I cry some more. I listen to our favorite songs over and over again. I go to the places we went to over and over again. I can't see myself with anyone else, but I really want to date again. How can I let him go and move forward with my life? Well, you know, first of all, you're still going through the grieving process. We all go through the grieving process at different stages and it takes different time periods. Um, the last stage of grief is acceptance. And you haven't gotten there yet. You haven't gotten there because, uh, you know, you still... Um, think about him. It's, it's been, what, two years now. You still think about him a lot. You still cry over him, which is it's a natural part of the grieving process, but you're still going to the same places you two went to, listening to the same music. Um, you didn't write TV shows, but I think you still watch the TV shows, like on Netflix or something you guys would watch. Um, you have to stop torturing yourself for being alive. And him dead. And the easiest way to do that is you can't go cold turkey because you'll you'll start um, well for better lack of a better way to put it you start jonesing you're going to overcompensate when you if you stop cold turkey listening to the songs watching the TV shows going to the places so limit yourself you know say okay today I will allow myself to listen to five of our favorite songs and for this week each day it's five favorite songs that you two listen to. The next week it's four, the next week it's three, the next week it's two, the next week it's one. And then you stick at one for as long as you can, and then you go to zero. Same with, um, you know, watch the TV shows. Watch a couple, you know, a week. And then take it down to one, take it down to none. Go to the places you used to go, you know, go to a different town to go out in. If there was always a favorite restaurant you two went to, go to someplace else, you know. You can go to your favorite restaurant once a week, once a month, and, you know, dwindle it down. you got to dwindle. But you will eventually come to the point of acceptance. And once you accept the fact that he's gone and you are, you are still alive, um, you'll be able to move forward and start dating other people. If you really, really, in the deepest part of your soul, wanted to date you would be out there dating. You, and you wouldn't be listening to things that remind you of him and you two as a couple. You just wouldn't if you really, really wanted to. So allow yourself more time to get into the acceptance phase. You know, it could take another year. Very easily. As I said, we all grieve in different ways at different paces. But we usually go through the same stages. Now, off the top of my head, I cannot remember all the stages of grief. I know there's denial, um, anger, bargaining. I think there's something else, and then there's acceptance. Um, I, I'm sure somebody will email me and tell me <laughs> the five um, the steps of grief. But, um, yeah, those are the four I can remember. Anyways, so you will get to that point in time. And you will know you are ready when you are not listening and seeing and viewing and visiting all the places you two have visited and listened to. Okay, so cut yourself some slack. Allow yourself to grieve. Start tapering off. And you will get there.
Okay, my dear? Okay, so thank you very, very much for sending in your question. Um, last week on AllieThieves.com, I didn't write anything. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'm not sure why I didn't write anything uh, last week, but I didn't. I did, however, post the radio shows. Um, and today I'll be posting um, the Passion Zone from yesterday. And I do have to talk about Bill and Ted. Yes, I do have to talk about the boys this week because they are back in full throttle. Uh, to be honest, I don't know if I'm if I'm happy or upset or nervous or I don't know what. But it just it it I don't know. It's all good. It's all good. So I'll be writing about them this week. Um, but last week I wrote about I put in the different uh, radio shows. Okay, let us go on here to our second question. It's from GK, and they're right. Well, I've been living with my girlfriend for two years, been together for five years total. She says either we get married or she's moving on. I feel trapped. I don't want to get married, but I don't want to lose her either. What should I do? Well, first of all, the worst thing you can possibly do is marry somebody because they gave you an ultimatum. You know, you don't want to enter into a long-term, hopefully forever, relationship on those terms. Getting married is something you both should agree to and enter in, into freely. Uh, there is something in your past, I do believe, whether it's the family dynamics or something that happened to you personally in a relationship, that gets you kind of um, squeamy when it comes to getting married. Putting that ring on your fing- on the fingers and saying, you know, till death do we part. She is going to want to get married and have children. I don't see you wanting to have children right away either. So you can love somebody and be in two separate places. But you can't stay together as a couple if you are in those two different places because it is not fair to either one of you. She wants to get married and move on. You like things the way they are. You like... um being in a long-term monogamous relationship without any legal ties to it. This is something that makes you comfortable. Well, obviously, there's two different things that make you two feel comfortable. My recommendation is that you two go your separate ways. If you give in to her demands and get married to her, you will resent her. Okay? I could see you getting engaged to her and then never giving a date for um, the actual wedding. And then that will start to, you know, gnaw at the both of you and erode away your relationship until there's no more. So the best bet for the both of you is to go your separate ways. And you can love somebody and go your separate ways. To make a relationship work, you guys have to be on the same page. And you're not. You're just not. You, You... both do not want the same thing out of this relationship at this point in time. Now, granted, could you go and meet somebody else later on down the line and want to get married to them? Sure. You know, could she meet somebody later on down the line and decide she doesn't want marriage? Sure. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about being human. We change our mind. But right now, the way you two are, you just are not on the same page and it will not work. So, go your separate ways. Or you guys will resent each other. Not a way to live. Okay? Okie dokie, my dear. Thank you very much for sending in your question. And I have to cough, and I keep trying not to, but I have to. Don't go anywhere. 
Okay. So, one of the biggest things I get with, with what I do is when people ask me for advice, there's always a, it's not fair. It's not fair. So I always ask, so what's fair in love and war? Well, nothing. <laughs> there's nothing fair in love and war. There's nothing fair in life. You know, there's nothing fair with, um, you know, two people getting together, having a wonderful marriage or wonderful relationship, and then somebody gets cancer and dies, or somebody gets in a car accident and dies, or you have a wonderful family, and the whole family is wiped out by a car accident or a fire or a natural disaster. None of it's fair. You know, and in war, war is definitely not fair because nobody fights fairly in war. There, it's not even Stephen on both sides. You know, one always has better technology or better weapons or um, bigger army, bigger people, you know, bigger amount of people, larger troops. So it's never fair. And once people start realizing that, you know, life life gets easier. Really, it does. You know. For a long time after uh, my second divorce, I've been married twice. It's not like I've been married five times. Second divorce, second time. My ex-husband, who lives just a few minutes away, um, is living with one of the women he was with while we were married. And they have a pretty good life financially. They He moved in with, to her house. It's a very nice house. And uh, they travel. They, they do things. They're always going out and um, you know it's from you know from my point looking in or from anybody looking in and seeing you know how well they're doing it's like oh crap that's not fair especially with myself you know I don't have nearly the money he does uh, I'm always on the brink of losing my house every month you know it's like oh god what was me you know it's not fair look at him you know He's the one uh, that, uh, you know, has got a great life. He's financially set. He has no worries, blah, blah, blah. And look at you. You're on the brink of losing your house all the time. You're always stressed about, you know, the finances. What's not fair? Well, you know what? Um, right after my divorce, that that's I was pissed. And I thought, you know, how not fair, how not fair is this? Because I am a great person. I'm a very nice person. I'm kind. I'm generous. I'm giving. But he, on the other hand, eh, not so much. So how, how did this happen? And I got into the this is not fair swirl, circle, tide pool, whatever the hell you want to call it. And over the years, been helping people and then working with this myself, I've realized that obviously we're all here to... It could be either learn lessons. It depends how you look at it, perception. We're either all here to learn different lessons or we're all here to uncover something about ourselves. Depends how you look at it. And with this, with myself, because, you know, I use me as an example quite frequently, with me and the house and, and money and whatnot, I think personally my lesson is, or my lesson or uncovering, whichever you want to look at it, is being able to support myself and stand on my own two feet. I really think that's it, because in order to support myself and stand on my own two feet, I have to pull things out of me, like my books, 
in putting myself out there when otherwise I wouldn't do that. I'm perfectly happy to sit at home all the time, um, not really not go anywhere, not really do anything. I'm okay staying in my house all the time being an introvert. But you would never know that um, when you meet me in person because I am very... Um, oh, did I mention the windows are down? Hold on. Because I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm great to get along with. I'm very talkative. I'm very smiley. You wouldn't know that I would rather be at my house just, you know, sitting around reading a book. <laughs> really. Um, I'm going on short trips, but nothing too. But anyway, I'm getting completely off track, which is also something else I do. But that's why, you know, different things happen to different people. Some things look really, really good. And some things look really, really bad. It's all about what we need to uncover about ourselves. What we need to learn about ourselves. What we're capable of. You know, so how do we deal with it? How do we deal with this? Like, how did I deal with the ex having that great life and me, you know, financially at least, not so much? How, how do I deal with the stress and how do you deal with it? Well... First of all, you need to uh, stop sticking your nose in everybody else's business. You know, so Jane down the street is doing fantastic and the ex isn't. Or, um, you know, Bob and, and Ken have a great sex life and, and Jane and, and Lucy do not. You know, and Jane and Lucy are pissed because they should have a great sex life because their friends Bob and Ken have a fantastic sex life. It's, uh, you know, don't compare yourself to somebody else. You're not anybody else, and nobody else is you. Okay, so you have to concentrate in on yourself and quit minding the business of everybody else. Because are they going to fix what's going on with you? No. Are they going to fix what you deemed as not fair? No. They're not. And the more you focus in on other people and what you perceive them having that you don't, uh, the more negativity and bad mojo or energy or whatever you want to call it, juju, that surrounds you. And the more negative energy that surrounds you, the more negative stuff you attract which means looking out, you're saying again, even magnified, that what's going on to everybody else is not fair. And the cycle continues, and it grows, and it grows to massive proportions. So, is life fair? No. Is love and war fair? No. No, none of it is. <laughs> because we're all here for different reasons. We all have different purposes. We all have different paths. We all have different things to uncover or things to learn, depending on how you view it. We're all different. You know, I think, again, my situation is meant to push me. Because, you know, had I not had the situation, I never would have went back to school. I wouldn't have gotten my bachelor's and I wouldn't be getting my master's right now. I just wouldn't have gone back to school. I would have been fine with the status quo. Well, if things change and evolve like they're supposed to for people, then the status quo won't be the status quo for very long. 
And since change is inevitable, just go with it. Okay? So, that's what's fair in love and war. Not a damn thing. Now, deal of the week. <coughs> excuse me. The deal of the week, I think it's fair. And I think the deal of the week this week is uh, quite fair. Now, you guys know that I do what I call love shui, which is feng shui for love and romance. And um, normally, it's $149.95. But the special here to try it out is $99.95, if you haven't had it before. And uh, what it is, is you send me uh, pictures of your bedroom, and if you have a bathroom connecting to it, your bathroom, um, the layout of your bedroom, you know, which which ways does the uh, door face and whatnot. And I look at it, I analyze it, I talk to, you know, energy, my guides, whatever you would like to call them, and we come up with a plan to have your bedroom and bathroom if it's connected to be you know conducive to love sex and romance lots of love lots of sex that is the name of the game <laughs> so it's 99.95 and uh you can just send me an email to com. put in deal of the week love shui 99.95 i send you a, an invoice you pay it we we get down and do this and all is good Okay, my dears? Okay, so until we connect again, you guys have yourself an absolutely fabo week. Don't forget to check into the blog to learn more about Bill and Ted. Ah, Bill and Ted. And we will talk again soon. You take care of yourselves.